is the Meeting of Minds podcast with me, Philippa Robinson. Hi, welcome to the podcast. And yeah, the podcast, not welcome to the passport, which is what I started off when I uh, record started recording this intro. So this is take two. Uh, so yes, welcome to the Meeting of Minds podcast. Uh, today, I have a great guest for you. Um, well, they've all been great. I hope you uh, will agree this series. But today I'm talking to Sasha. And Sasha uh, is a fellow HSP. Um, I met Sasha on my HSP coaching training um, and that I that she did with me and quite a few others with Willow, who um, I recorded an episode with uh, last week. So that will already be out by the time you listen to this uh, conversation with Sasha. Uh, also in that group with Julie and uh, Amber, who you might have already listened to um, uh, my conversations with them as well. So quite a few HSPs uh, on uh, here and from my coaching group. Um, but Sasha is the first one to also be talking about high sensation seeking, which is another trait. And, you know, she talks very eloquently about how, you know, the trait of high sensitivity together with the trait of high sensation seeking would seem to be a bit of a contradiction but they're absolutely not and um they are quite phenomenal as you will hear um Sasha talking uh, with great passion about obviously I'm recording this intro after I've had my conversation with um Sasha so that I know what you're going to listen to and we go off all over the place on various tangents, um, but it, I really enjoyed this conversation with Sasha, and I hope you do too. And if you're liking this series, you're liking uh, what I'm doing, you're enjoying these episodes and getting something from it, if you would like to support me, I'd love you to, um, to rate the podcast um, on the app of your choice uh, if you listen on Spotify all you can do is rate it give it a star rating um, obviously I would love you to give it a five star rating if you feel able to do that in order to do that rating I think you have to go to the main don't you don't go into an episode you go into the main bit um, go right back to the beginning and click on the bit the info about the podcast rather than an individual episode. And that is where you can do the rating. On Apple Podcasts, um, you can also do a review as well as a rating. Uh, I haven't got an Apple phone in front of me, so I forget how you actually do that. So I am sorry, but I, I do seem to remember it's a bit more intuitive and easier. So if you could give me a rating and review, a review that would be great. Also on any other app that you might be listening on. Um, I don't actually know how you would do that because I listen on Spotify. But if you could give me a rating, uh, if that's possible, and a review, if that's possible. But I think that's only possible on Apple. I would be really grateful. And the other thing I would um, really love you to do is head over to my website and sign up for my newsletter so I can keep in touch with you with any um, interesting news uh, and things that I want to write about. So I would love that if you would go there and sign up. So that's enough from me uh, and over to my conversation with Sasha. So Sasha, hi. Hello. Hi, good afternoon. Well, yeah, afternoon it is. Good afternoon. How how are you today? I'm very good. It's uh, it's quite sunny in uh, in Berlin. No, yeah, I know you're in Berlin. Yeah. It's very uh, seems very exotic to me sitting here in rainy Bristol, and you're there. <laughs> I know this is podcast, and I don't use the video. Uh, you know, so people won't be able to see, but you're you've got a a glow of sun sort of across your face, and uh, I can see yeah. that it is nice. It is nice. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mm, yeah it's very lovely yeah good thank you for your time and thank you for um coming to talk to me today so that we yeah. can talk about um all things hsp and mm. other things other acronyms beginning with h which we'll get mm. we'll get onto in a moment uh, um this 
series of the podcast, uh, I've been talking to HSPs, creatives and children alcoholics. And I asked you to um, I asked you to come on because I mm. met you in the HSP coaching group that uh, I've been in, was in, I'm in, um, mm. have been in for a few months. I'm Willow. Uh, who was leading that group I um, spoke to last week and I spoke to a couple of other members on this podcast and now you um, which is lovely because you're also going to be talking about something that nobody else has spoken about before but we'll get on to that in mm-hmm. a moment mm-hmm. um, can you can you just tell us a little bit about your um, understanding of like how you came about understanding the trait of HSP and how uh, it it shows up for you and 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 what it means to you really because I'm only a year into this journey I only mm-hmm. discovered HSP a year ago and I know everyone has a very different time you know they 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 come they learn about the trait at different times and it sort of you know it it effects I don't want to say effect that's not the right word but how they um incorporate that and and sort of live with that is very Mm. different so can you Mm. tell us a little bit about your story please yeah absolutely um so if if I was to be a fly on the wall for example in my family there's absolutely no way on earth that that or, or people people in the group there's no way on earth that they they would they would not say that my father was highly sensitive um uh and my mother actually um and yet it was i grew up in a hyper masculine environment where it was just not it just wasn't even it was so it was so not an option. It just wasn't even there as an option. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it wasn't even acknowledged. Yeah. Like, so when I hear about some stories about pe- people with um, uh, the highly sensitive trait and they uh, they say, oh, we had to, I had to hide it or it's like, but I didn't even know it was so, it was so shamed upon uh, and seen as a weakness. It just was, there wasn't even any, room to even acknowledge that that something like that even existed so I grew up where I didn't even I I just had absolutely no idea that I was extremely sensitive and um uh and um experiencing um I uh yeah I I uh I, I used to check out of my body a lot um, because of trauma and uh, when you're out of your body and you're out of uh, yeah and you're not embodied it's um, I guess you go into survival mode and yeah. so so um, sensitivity was just seen as almost that's like a that's like a luxury to even to even acknowledge it yeah, I, to be honest. Yeah, I totally get that. I totally understand what you mean because so that was a little bit similar to me that I was completely disassociated dissociated for nearly all my childhood, really. That it it, it that there was anything else going on, let alone sensitivity and sensitivity being an okay thing. Um it, it didn't even figure. Is that what you mean? Yeah. And you then, did say then hmm. though that like you mentioned shame and weakness as though mm-hmm. um, to admit it, but to to understand that maybe there was shame and weakness around um, high sensitivity. Yeah. Does that, does that mean there was a certain level of understanding, like a little bit of understanding that there was something to yeah. not acknowledge? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think yeah. you're right. I think there's, um, uh, because my, my my dad, uh, um, thankfully that he's still with us. He's, um, but I, I talk in the past sense, past tense, because um, I feel uh, I feel 
I feel I, I've got to a certain level of of kind of of healing with it. So I I kind of when when I talk about him, I talk in the in the past tense, but he's very much alive and kicking, thank goodness. Right. But um, he's uh, he's very very like he he. he he, his volatility so he, he would suddenly just explode with this rage and yeah. um uh i, I uh, willow would be able to kind of like talk about this more and the and and perhaps the male uh response and i would i would purposefully use the word reaction to being very very sensitive yeah. and the inability to be able to capacitate what one is feeling yeah. as a form of a shadow of being highly sensitive and whether it's a learned trait being you know exploding with rage because that's what his mother did um or uh, a combination so um yeah but um he's also yes he he would be very very uh if i if i because i also have a way of kind of um being able to point stuff out to him and uh or be, or I didn't mean to, but it would it would hurt him. Yes, and um, he would feel extremely wounded yeah. by even though he was yeah he would be he yes anyway we could we could go on. Okay, about so that all sounds quite um, <laughs> difficult, shall we? Yes. Shall we say? Yes. So there was a diff- difficult atmosphere, environment, and certainly you were not aware that high sensitivity mm. came in to any of it i think this on some on some level like you said i must have had some bliminal messaging that uh that 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 sensitivity was first of all seen as female yeah so therefore that's a kind of like a, a disowning of of what one actually yeah. is and also uh, both from my perspective and from my father's, because I rejected the feminine as well. Yeah. And also, um, I've got my point now, but um, yeah, yes, it was, it was not acknowledging it. Not, yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. So, so when did you become aware or is the more, is the more you want to talk about before we get to when you did become aware? No, I think I just kind of buried it really. And, yeah. um, and the kind of like the harder the shell kind of I created around me um the the the, the more um uh yeah numb I became so it's um it be, I became more and more re- removed from my actual essence which yeah. is this highly sensitive being and so um it was only when I uh um <laughs> I call it when the wheel started falling off I yeah. guess in about about 10 years ago when um, I was in this uh, great job and uh, I suddenly thought I I just got this this message it's like you're gonna if you carry on like this you're you're never going to live your full potential and so um, oh I I, I did various things and then I ended up in this Jungian analyst's uh, purple velvet chair and I was absolutely guided to this woman and um this is when it all started to unfold i knew essentially that 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 um i was okay yeah but there was some serious there was some something serious going on where what i was emitting and what i was yearning for were, were absolutely polar opposite and i got um, I got feedback from that from a, from a very dear friend, a very brave friend who told me that. Wow. So um, <clears throat> yes, and um, and it was my Jungian analyst who said, "You know, you're highly sensitive, don't you? You know, there's a trait called being highly sensitive." And and I was like, "I've I, I, I've got healing to do." <laughs> yes, see, <laughs> like. I, I, I haven't got time for being sensitive. And that was like, yeah, this yeah. is when I came in and I was like, I wanted to be healed within six sessions. And I wanted to kind of like a program, a chart to yes. kind of like crack my chart. Yes. yes. Week <laughs> one, tick. Week yes. two, week, week, tick, tick, tick. Week six, done. Brilliant. Let's go out Complete. and get on with it. Yeah, let's go out. And yeah, I'm healed. Thank you very much. Yeah. So um, she said, oh my God, we've got a right one here. So um so yes, and I, I yeah, no, that was six sessions, and then I ended up, ended up, oh gosh, then the reels, wheels really did come off, and I was there for three years. <clears throat> so, 
sounds like me and my therapy journey. I went, I went, she managed to get me to commit to six weeks and I ended up being there three years. So uh, yeah, they say that, don't they? Yeah. 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 So um, it takes time. It takes time to do proper deep work and to unravel all that. Oh God, those layers of trauma and conditioning and to find who you, who you really are. Absolutely. I love that description that you said that you you sort of you realized there was nothing wrong with you, yeah. but you also realized there was a disconnect between sort of how you were, how you appeared, yeah. what you were giving out, and what what you wanted. So was it sort of a realization that well, I'm not getting what I want because yeah. actually I'm giving out I'm giving out all this instead. Yeah. Well, it was, it, it, I mean, people, at the end of the day, people respond to energy. Yeah. And that's why the inner work is so, it yeah. is, it's vital because you, it's, it's, that's what I do what I do because it's so, so important to living a full life. Yeah. Um, and, um, and of course that's, you know, people who are highly sensitive, they, that's, that, that's the language that we swim in. That's the language. It's, it's, it's feeling it's energy. Right. So, this is our this is our milieu, isn't it? So it's kind of like this, yeah, yeah. And, and without so, it, without it, this kind of it's just desolate, really, isn't it? Yeah, but we and, don't oh, know that at the time. We or yeah. I didn't know that, and it sounds like you didn't until you discovered it. And it's like, ah, okay, this is yes. what I'm missing. Yeah, and um, so so really, it boiled down to the fact that I uh, I I. I've always known that I've I've been sort of um, a sense of a sense of belonging and longing to be in partnership in you know kind of like a a, a romantic partnership and um, and yeah I couldn't I could never uh, I never I'd never fallen in love and so it was like this was like the biggest conundrum it's like I know there's nothing actually wrong with me so why can't I fall in love? So I, I came, I, I went with three questions and I didn't even know I had these three questions, but they were in my body. It was like kind of like, these are, bod- these are embodied questions. Why can't I fall in love? What's my ultimate purpose? And I've forgotten the third one. And what's my third question? And what's my third <laughs> question? I'm obviously so healed that, you know, yeah, it's just, that, that it's just metamorphosized. Is, yes, exactly. But those <laughs> are still some... two big questions, aren't they? I mean, they're huge. Yeah, they're yeah. huge. So uh, maybe it's only two. Maybe maybe the third one too. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah. I, I, and, I, and I got the answer. Well, yeah, I, I got the answers. So over so, the three um, years with, with this uh, lady, you, you said it was yes. a lady, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. found You found those answers. I found, I, I found why I... Uh, I, I I I I wasn't able to fall in love, and uh, and I ultimately found my purpose, which was um, I did psychology at university, and then um, but I I was never I I I I never I thought God training to be you know a therapist or a psychologist at 20, 20 21, I mean that's just that's a joke, bonkers, isn't, isn't it? it? You're going to get a sixty year old person walking in with a 21 it's just ridiculous so I thought I need some life experience but I always actually fundamentally knew that I would be coming back to some form of there's a yearning for me for me there's my yearning is to is to help my yearning is that's my actual kind of essence that's my raison d'etre it's like it's who it's who I am uh yeah yeah and And I thought hmm and this lady that introduced you to the HSP trait and you were really sort of not you know not I wasn't really having any of it you weren't having any of it no how did that change <laughs> because then I went to um uh and we're going to get on to the high sensation seeking now I, okay. well, <clears throat> because the thing is I, I'd never done any form of I had a bit of counseling when I was at university but it was really not you know neither here nor there and then um and 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 I hadn't done anything and then I suddenly found myself in Jungian analysis which is you know it's not for the faint-hearted so it's kind of um and uh it it was the it was 
just an absolute blessing. So it's kind of this high sensation seeking. And it doesn't necessarily have to be outside of us. It can be very much an internal process. And um, now I've completely forgotten your question. What Remind me of your question. So I said, um, you know, how did you embrace oh, yes, that's the it. HSP? And obviously, yeah, yeah. so did you find out about high sensation seeking? So this is one of the acronyms that we were talking about mm. beginning with H. Did you find mm. the HSS at the same time as you sort of found HSP? No, because I think I would have fallen more in love with the high, highly sensitive. I've had to work harder and I've had more shadows to yeah. uh, transmute in the high, highly sensitive department. I've, I've always been very proud of my high sensation seeking yeah. because it's also more socially acceptable, right? It's more yeah, masculine. Yeah. It's got a masculine energy. It's kind of risk taking. It's doing. Yeah. It's pioneering. I mean, yeah. it's all these really positive qualities. And of course, the sensitivity side is, is loaded and um and uh yeah wrongly so i believe yeah absolutely and you know if you'd asked me whether i was sensitive i would probably i don't know actually would i have said i was sensitive or not when i finally declared to some people close to me that i've realized i'm a highly sensitive person they're all going yeah did you not know and it's like oh okay It was not that they actually, but they just realized I was sensitive. And I think I took a lot of things personally and took Mm. a lot of things to heart. And I think that's what they thought Mm. they were meaning when I was sensitive. Now, a lot of that goes back to my trauma, actually, and my wanting to be liked and um, and, and people pleasing and all that. So that's actually quite interesting, really. The 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 high sensitivity you know taking all in in so much more data and being able to read and understand thing read energy read situations and be able to understand things on a much deeper level than 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 some people can and in fact mm-hmm. most people can because there's only sort of 20 percent of us of mm-hmm. the population that are highly sensitive now that mm-hmm. side of it um i don't think that these people who said to me yeah of course you are understood um and i definitely didn't understand um so and I probably wouldn't have wanted to say I was sensitive because there probably was some um a desire in me whether it's desire is that the right word to own how much I'd survived and how tough I was and how far I'd come but mm-hmm. it was the actual realizing how tough I'd had to be and how far I'd come that helped mm. me unravel it all in the end. So, mm. um, yeah, I didn't get the sensitive bit, but I think if it, I probably wouldn't have wanted to look at it either. Because you wanted, you wanted, because describe it in a different way. So you wanted to. Because I think I'd very much embodied how resilient. By resilient, mm. I mean I can bounce back. Um, I how could I be sensitive when I when I'm yeah, so how strong could I be and so determined when I just got on with it? Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'd had a lot to just get on with from, and I'd moved cities and across the only in the UK, but I you know would up sticks and move jobs and move cities and um, moved you know many disastrous relationships and um, deal with a really dysfunctional family and um so how could I be sensitive because in to my mind uh, uh, my understanding of sensitivity then would have meant if I was overly if I was sensitive to all that I wouldn't have been able to get to where I had got to Mm. I think I think it's really hard now I find it really hard thinking back now I know more it's I find it quite hard to think back what I was thinking to be perfectly honest, I wasn't thinking a huge amount. I was just on autopilot and mm. trying my best to get through. I, if if you'd acknowledged that you, that you were highly sensitive, what would that mean to how you showed up in terms of being this kind of brave? What what, what would that do yeah. to that to that? persona or that that character it's not a persona obviously it's it's yeah. true yeah what a good what a good question um 
because in fact that's what I've done now and I think it has made me by acknowledging it now and understanding it and giving myself the space and the time to keep my energy levels where they need to be and look after myself and actually understand that it's something really good about me it is enabling me to to be what some people might call brave you know and it was that that enabled me to write my book about all the horrible things that have happened in my life and put that out there it's enabled Mm. me to do this podcast it's enabled Mm. me um to start my own business Mm. it's still only you know a little fledgling business but it start it it, yeah it's really interesting actually Mm. in a way it's made me it's given me impetus to be brave Mm. the sensitivity yeah by yeah Mm. because I think I'm just being me yes it's part of authentic it's part of me it's very much part of me and by owning and loving every part of me I can be me out in the big wide world and not I'm not playing a role anymore I've not got a mask on Um, I mean you know don't get me wrong I perhaps still put one on occasionally but um, Mm -hmm. I'm very aware of when I'm doing that but most of the time I am just me and and that is absolutely good enough absolutely but it's taken me a long time to get here to be able to say that but yeah 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 Mm. Amazing. So what about you and your sensitivity? (laughs) So uh, I then, after the three years, um, I tried, uh, I I did various different things. I was kind of like a a healer junkie, really. I was just, uh, I couldn't, I was just on a mission to heal, on an absolute mission. My whole trajectory had changed from being an outward looking to an inward, you know, it's, uh, and, uh, and, and, and acknowledging that there is an, there's a, there's a, I mean, this is one of the aspects of being um, extremely sensitive is that you have a, you have a, an incredibly rich inner landscape and my God, what a universe inside of that. (laughs) And then, um, and then I, um, I decided to go and do group work. And um, again, this was a high sensation seeking part of me. It's like, as if I, uh, it's really challenging when you have both these traits and you're healing because um, you're, you're kind of learning to navigate and uh, they, I've got to a point now, and we can talk about this later on, um, where it's 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 there's much more of a dance between these two traits to the point where it's kind of it's this, it's like a, I'm in flow state most of the time with both these traits, and the two traits actually don't be they're not two anymore. They're kind of like this this symbiotic kind of oneness. It's it sounds really corny, but it's true. Oh, it's amazing. It's tr- your face is really lit, lit up when you start yeah. saying that. Yeah, yeah. It took a lot of digging, but it's, yeah. it's um, I, uh, I seem to live from this place um, now. And um, uh, most of the time, I'd say. Uh, and it's quite new, I have to say. But um, yes, I'm enjoying it. But, but, but before, so when I was really kind of working through all my stuff, I... Um, I thought I hadn't ever gone and done group work. And of course I go and find the hardest, most like a hardcore women's group in the forest of Dean. (laughs) And my God, she is hardcore, hardcore. She sees right through you. And um, she was having none of it. So it's uh, this kind of, this, this kind of hard exterior that I had, um, put on she saw right through it and she said and I used to be called Helen at the time and I and um she said she said Helen you, you're so refined you're so refined it's like I, and then that's that's what she, I'd remember her just saying that you're she's in a group setting you're so refined uh it's uh, this this is hard exterior it, it doesn't it's not you and I just kind of felt, and I've got an image of me, you know, like kind of like with this lotus flower, and it's like this, 
this is this is this is such a big part of who I am and it's through the melting will I then truly come into myself through the power of being so so sensitive um and that's yeah it's yeah that sounds well I know you said it was really it was really hardcore but what the what you've just said then and about the image and about you sort of coming into this sensitivity sounds really beautiful yes yes it's uh so did that change things for you hugely I got to the point so there was about 25 of us in the group which is a lot Mm. and um uh I at the beginning I wasn't able to look at people because when you're in a when you're in circle (laughs) they call it in circle when you're in circle it would be and when I was really in the process and when she was really breaking me down I couldn't look at people at the beginning I just couldn't I, I couldn't it was I was she she got me to a place that was kind of primal you know it was before perhaps I've never really spoken about this like this but it was it was perhaps before all the layering happened you know she really broke me down and then by the end of it I was able we had a kind of like a a a a completion ceremony and I was able to sit on the chair and I didn't say anything I just I just looked with my heart into everyone's eyes from this place of like melting empoweredness wow and yeah it was profound yeah very much a moment Mm. Mm. yeah so this is an example of how the high sensation seeking trait and the the uh, the high sensory traits work so beautifully together because if it wasn't for the high sensation seeking, I wouldn't have got my ass into the most hardcore women's circle on the planet. <laughs> but then if it but then if it but then if it wasn't for the for the high sensory trait, then I wouldn't be feeling this level of perhaps this this level of melting and depth and the 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 the, the, the beauty of what it is to be. Well, I'm going to say it's the feminine. It's it's mm. it's it is. It's a. Uh, it just feels so so. Deliciously, beautifully. Um, yeah. And that must the words been, now the feminine. Yeah, mm. and that that must have been sort of even more profound for you, having because you started off by saying that you denied the feminine from being very young completely and my yeah. mum denied it I grew up in a like, like exactly like I was saying it's like a hyper masculine environment where the feminine I mean it's like the the feminine was just out the door like right? yeah. there was no femininity whatsoever it was all about doing achieving uh being the best yeah. um uh and um there was there was nothing feminine about it whatsoever yeah. And coming from knowing how sensitive I am now, that was hard. Yeah, I I can imagine it was. But luckily, you ended up in this hardcore women's group in the Forest of Youth. <laughs> found it and got absolutely broken down, broken down and found it <laughs> into a weeping mess. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, and you know, and here's me going, oh, but actually, you know, because. There's nothing wrong with crying. Crying releases the emotions. Crying is very much I mean, I, part of the healing journey, not because it's sad, but because there's so much release. I mean, you know, that there is grieving to do. But, yeah. um, there's so much to release, isn't there? I, I actually, I, I say I was a weeping mess. I didn't actually, I don't think I actually cried in that in, in any of those sessions. When you're weeping inside. I think I was just, there was just a, I don't know what it was. Um yeah. So, mm. so this high sensation seeking, um, mm. I I I don't think I'd ever have I ever really heard of it until I met you in our mm-hmm. group, mm. and um, and then one, but you'd mentioned it, and I just kind of 
I heard it, but it didn't resonate with me at all because I thought I'm definitely not, you know, high sensation seeking, you know, great for Sasha if if it's something mm. that you, you know, mm. you like, great. Um, but, you know, I don't think that's for me. And then I, you, one day you and another member of the group were talking about it and I listened to you and I thought, oh my goodness, that is me as well. So can you, you, you know, can you tell for people listening, can you tell us a little bit more about high sensation seeking? Absolutely. So the definition of high sensation, high high, high sensation seeking, is um, that we uh, people with this trait they um, they actively seek complex and unusual and intense experiences, and they underestimate the risk. So uh, people who have the um, the high sensory traits um they yes they 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 can also be um thrill seekers in a physical way but it's um when we talk about having a combination of these two traits the high sensation seeking traits and how it manifests and how it shows up is very much about it's kind of like we have to find our edge and then we and then we work and push against it and work through it. It's like it's this is because we're we're deeply deeply spiritual people, and we try and deny it, or I've tried to deny it, and it's futile. It's um, because when we're out of um, connection with the divine, we are totally lost, and yet it's seen as um, yeah, it's. But it's this, we, we thrive on complexity. We thrive on paradox. Somebody called the high sensation seeking trait and the, the high sensory trait as, a, as an enigma within a conundrum. Yeah. And, um, and it is, it's true. It's like, how could, the, how could these, yeah. these systems, these seemingly opposing systems be present and alive in one person? Yeah. This is total madness. And especially somebody like me, who's got both of got, you know, they're I'm very, very high in both of them. Mm. So it's like, this must be a nightmare. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Until you do the work, yes. it can be. Until you know how to work with them, it is uh, it it can be quite torturous. Um, but we essentially, in terms of the high sensation seeking trait, you you we're kind of renowned as being pretty intense people. So we have everything that obviously that the high, that, that the highly sensitive trait has, but it's all it's all ramped up. It's all the volume is on full. It's whacked on till it's like full blast. And so you know it's it's like somebody with the high, high highly sensitive trait. We are curious. Yeah. Somebody with the high sensation seeking trait as well there's like a ferociousness to their curiosity there's like there's there's like the kind of like it's like i have to find this out yeah. i can't rest until i've found this out yeah. or they'll they'll find um like about eight years ago i just i thought i'm i'm gonna create i'm i'm gonna write and create an entire history of the world based on based on trade like uh um uh, migration, like I, 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 all, all, like uh, all of it, languages, like all of it, and all these interconnecting different variables. And of course, it, I completely imploded on myself, yeah. and I gave up. This is when I was doing Jungian analysis. It's like, oh. do you want to try something a little bit easier? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, Sasha, so you do, you do make me laugh, and so. It's like, but we have to find our edge. We yeah. have to find. It's like, it's like if we're not living on the edge, we're not living. Okay. We're, we need. We need to. We're taking up too much room. Someone said that's Birmingham. If you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much room. And that's how it feels like. It's like it's edgy. You know, it's like, oh. like that. That our 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 lifestyle uh, is such that we are able to constantly question and therefore heal ourselves like we put ourselves in kind of uh yeah testing situations in every sense of the word okay. like we push ourselves 
So that's much more intense than maybe what I'd understood. So maybe mm. maybe I'm not high sensation seeking. The 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 seeking out the novel and the you know the new experiences all the time and digging deep and wanting I don't know wanting answers and wanting mm. I don't know to experience new things and just knowing that there is I don't know there's a whole world out there and you mm. you, you, you know um that's certainly I like to put myself in situations I think well okay I'm never going to know what it's like unless I try it am I so let let, let, let let's go and do it but I'm mm. definitely not as um high on that scale anywhere near as you are I don't mm-hmm. think by the sounds mm. of it yeah um so how do you how do you sorry go on no 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 yep I was just going to say so how how do you manage the two together <laughs> um but I also want to say that everything you said yep. as, in terms of in terms of being a high sensation seeker is com- in complete alignment with with what I believe to be a high sensation yep. seeker yeah you know okay. it's like we're seen as we, we can be quite seen as pretty intense yeah and um often seen as a bit too much uh but we're very but in terms of our passion we're extremely good at being able to transmit a message and galvanize people and be leaders um uh yeah extremely creative and highly imaginative um but we also because of these two seemingly opposing traits and because of course you know if you're highly sensitive you'll know this as well um we actually we're, we're absorbing so much information that we therefore need to kind of take a little bit of time out to kind yeah. of process stuff yeah. but if you're if you're high sensation seeking as well you're actively seeking more more intensity so more people more people to to, to kind of to to process and their energy to process more yeah. experiences to process more everything so we inevitably it's is two things we we have to take care of ourselves yeah. it's absolutely completely like fundamental and and also when you don't even know that you have both these traits so many people because i've interviewed 30 over 30 people with these two traits they often said that they thought they might be bipolar so there's this kind of these mute these mood swings where you can be high as a kite and then suddenly you know you can fall into these yeah depths of, de- of which you of will be very doing. depression yeah which you will which which you will be doing if you are like having to process so much information you will be having like sensory overload won't you absolutely yeah absolutely. I think there's a lot of diagnoses that is not it is quite clinical in in it in its well by its nature but actually mm. it has got more to do with energy and and trauma as well a lot of the time um uh, yeah I mean I I I don't know enough to talk eloquently on those subjects but I do believe that there's a you know if we can heal our trauma and we can work out what works best for us energy wise Mm. then we can become more in touch with who we are and without a doubt yeah and live a live a more aligned life which yeah. you know having done that for myself I um I just want everyone to do it now <laughs> I've got a bit evangelical about it really you know why, why, why doesn't everybody do this and then we'll we'll all be living our best lives sort of thing absolutely but in a very different way because they live our best life the way most people yeah. understand that is not the way I understand it it's not yeah. about having stuff and um worrying about what everybody else has got yeah yeah yes um and, the, and these uh the people uh, the, the, with, with with both these traits um dr tracy cooper he um he said i don't know the statistic in terms of the having the high highly sensitive trait but Apparently, fifty percent of the uh, of children who have both these traits are some more likely to have, have experienced adverse um, childhood experiences. Yeah, 
Mm. So um, this is why I feel, you know, talking about you feeling, you know, so passionate about helping people. Um, there are various things that, 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 that how I want to kind of, yeah, speak about because it's so with the high, high with that, with the, uh, the high sensory and the, the highly sensitive um, uh, fields, so little is said about the people uh, and very little airspace, and I'm so grateful for this, is, is, is given to people who have both these traits. And um, because I've read, you know, I, I, I read the books on Elaine Aaron and this that, and the other, and it was great up to a point. But then after a while, it's like, this is just not working for me at all it's it, it I feel like my light is actually going out I can't read any more of this book because yes. it's not speaking to me and you're actually it's it, it, it I'm, I'm I'm coming into some form of feeling depressed because we are missing a huge part of who I am yeah and she does talk about HSS in different articles but in her main books um it's it's not spoken about and um and we're also seen as kind of tortured souls. Yep. You know, it's like the, this, this kind of like push-pull kind of dynamic. And, and it's just about getting some, some to, the end result is about getting to some kind of balance. Yep. And it really, um, I really want to open up a new, an entirely new conversation around this. Because for me, this, these two traits I believe, and it's what I was talking about in terms of of us living on the edge, you know, and experiencing whatever form it might be in terms of risk taking, in terms of what you what you what you described, you know, that's just my personal experience yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, I, and I also I'm also pretty extreme on the scale as well. But we're all high sensation, you know, we're, all, we're high sensation seekers, right? So we're all in kind of we express it. It comes through us in different ways, but it's. Um, uh in terms of the um it's this 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 yearning to, to to seek risk and to test ourselves because the thing is is that you know if we didn't have the high sensation seeking trait how i i don't know how i would be able how i would have been able to heal at the level that i was able to heal at because i wouldn't have put myself in those positions and so there's this it's like we've got the golden ticket to living on our soul's purpose, these two traits, because we will not stop until, 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 whatever until is. In fact, we will never stop. I feel we will never stop. We'll never, I'll never stop wanting to heal. I'll never stop wanting to experience and go deeper and deeper and deeper. And this is part of, this is living a self-actualized life. And this is what I'm talking about when it's been these two traits. Yeah. It's actually... I'm even questioning about the traits. You know, this is, this, is, this is part of the high sensation seeking trait. I question and I question and I question because I am passionate and fascinated with the truth. This is what I do. So in terms of the high, because um, Willow talks, is very passionate. He coined the phrase, the high sensory intelligence. And this is, this again is, is the, the conversation that really speaks to me because where I feel the, um, the, uh, the SPS and the um, the high uh, the HSP, it very much feels like it's something that we just have, versus the the uh, the high sensory intelligence is very much more about okay how do how do my gifts interact in the world, how do they show up and how can I how can I be of service with these gifts. Yeah. it's very much and and it, it suddenly enters into a more profound space and a profound territory and this is very much also the the conversation around high sensation seeking and because i i, I really want to get away from the fact that we're seen as tortured souls yeah. yes it's extremely difficult and do you know that you have the golden ticket to living a fully self actualized life do you know that because are you asking, no, are you me or are you asking generally? Rhetorically, yes, rhetorically, okay. yeah. It's 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 because not many people are speaking about this, and I really want to open up yeah. a brand new conversation. It's because it, it's brand new territory, and of course, you know, people talk about equilibrium, and this is 
coming back into centre. And of course, this is absolutely key, but that's just the start. That's just the very start of working with these traits or working with ourselves in general. It then opens up to, 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 to experiencing the world from an entirely different place. And this is why I work so deeply with both these traits, because like we were talking about energy, you might be walking around feeling okay, but you're actually carrying like huge bags of whatever, trying to, you know, drag, go through life, dragging these big bags of whatever you need to process. So that's why I work at the shadow level, transmuting. And then you're able to go into this, you'll get to a point where you're able to go into this kind of symbiotic dance where the traits actually become not even the traits anymore. It's just you. It's actually just you. You're not defined by the traits. The traits are just a ticket. The traits are just a kind of an in, but really this is just about you. Yeah. It's like the traits are sort of, and learning about the traits are your way in. Absolutely. And, um, And then you, you get to, you get to decide how they work for you and how they be and how they become you and you become them you know yeah. uh, but when we don't understand any of it mm. it's really it's a good place to start to mm. learn to understand mm. you, you know to to pick pick books up and things that people have been have been have said so far and work out which mm. bits resonate and which bits don't I know I um because I've come to this whole thing quite late I mm. read Elaine Aaron's book and you know um I've heard lots of people say that she 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 coined I think the highly sensitive person sort of label mm. um but it was it was it was never really intended for it was just what what she called it and it wasn't necessarily um how it was going to be moving forward it was really just for the piece of work that she did and worked out that mm. all these people were having this different experience and that, and you know and you've talked about how willow talks about high sensory intelligence yep. um, to reframe the whole hsp discussion and i think that really does make sense because we're not like um incapacitated at all by our hsp-ness or our high sensation seekingness you know actually it is a great gift so to to actually give it the the credence that really it deserves mm-hmm. uh, high sense uh, you know high high sensory intelligence does seem more in line for me i have to say and i also you know i i i definitely have high sensation seeking some of it and I think that is what has Mm. propelled me on and you talking about group group therapy reminded me that when I started therapy I Mm. then so for the middle year I was in therapy I was in weekly one-to-one therapy I did a counseling foundation course quite hardcore course which was all day on a Friday and Mm. like that was like a day-long therapy session where I had no control of the content and mm. I also joined a group coaching session, a group mm. co- a group coaching thing. And so I had all those three things going on at one time. So I definitely threw myself into this. Right. What can I learn and what can I experience and what's going to help me? Um, yep. you, you know, it is finding those those things that help you heal, because once you start, you've just got to keep going. This is it. it this is it sort of like an addiction at some point isn't it it's the drive the drive okay I want to know more I want to dig deeper I want to I want to heal it's it's and and hearing you speak that feels very much I don't know well I resonate with that a lot it's I'll I'll do whatever it takes it's uh, I made a decision about um yeah it's about 10 years ago that I uh I'm gonna, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live a full life, because up until that point, I'd lived a fraction. I'd not, I wasn't really there for for it, to be honest. I was not embodied, therefore I wasn't there. I was just letting it. I was kind of there and not there. And um, I made a decision. I'll do whatever it takes to to live a full, embodied, passionate life. And um, yeah, bring it on. Yeah, and that's working out pretty well. 
It is. Good. It is. Yeah. I, I, that's yeah. that's marvellous. And I think I, yeah, I hit all that work and then turned 50. And I mm. definitely would say, right, I'm, I'm just getting on with living a real, living my real true life now because, mm. you know, I'm over halfway through it. So, you know, I'm making this second bit count. Because, Absolutely. You know, I'm not saying there wasn't anything good in the first bit. Of course there was, but it didn't really feel like me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think that's a good place to end. But what an interesting conversation we've had. Um, yes. Thank you. Thank you for your time. And thank you for introducing us to these um, different sort of uh, things that we haven't things I know that's a rubbish word but I can't think of a better word to use at the moment thing is a great word things yeah things and stuff they're great words, things and they? stuff so thank you so, for introducing us to these new things and this new stuff that <laughs> nobody's talked about before um I really yeah. appreciate it I'm sure you know people listening are going to be you know really interested and maybe they will recognize some of themselves in it as well which is part yes. of, you know, which is the reason why I do what I do. And it's the reason you you're here and talking about it. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. um, uh, you know, the, you know, it's, it's, there are 450 million of us on the planet with both these traits. So that's not an insignificant number. Yeah. And yet, uh, I feel like it is getting, it's, it is not getting the recognition people, yeah. people within that it's not, we're not getting the recognition, and so I'm hugely passionate about, about helping and uh, being some form of light um, for people. Um, and if you want to get in touch um, and, yeah, and, and talk about it, it's, I'm, 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 I'm available, you know. Yeah, it's and where, like can, it's, where can people find you? So where, if you... Where do you want people to connect? Go to my website, which is rebellovejourney.com. Rebellovejourney.com. That's my website. Okay. And um, you'll find my telephone number there um, or certainly my email address. And then just contact me. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we can um, we can have yeah, like a, a chat. And um, sometimes it's just being with somebody who gets it. Yeah. Gosh, because, I mean, that's what the HSP group that we're all in has really done for me. It, yeah. Just to be in that space with like-minded people means such a lot and it makes such absolutely, a difference. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah. And just uh, if, if, if people are listening who resonate with this and, and if you're in a, in, a, in a bit of a dark spot, just remember that um, you really do have the golden tickets. I love that. You really, really do. So keep going. Yeah. Because it's so worth it. And you were yeah. nature doesn't make mistakes. No, and don't right? let anybody tell you, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. It is a golden ticket. Yeah. Nature does not make mistakes. You were given these traits for a very specific reason. Yeah. We so, are pioneers. We are pioneers, absolute pioneers. You're here to do a very, very, very important job. So keep going. Keep going. Absolutely. Keep going. Yeah. Sasha, thank you very much. You're so welcome. Yeah. You take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh gosh, what a great conversation. Um, I hope the um the bits where we just really laughed um really came through on that, and you can hear the the giggles and the smiles between us. Um, I really hope that comes through on what you're hearing and what a great conversation. I, um, I just, uh, I find it hard to keep up with the speed that Sasha's brain works. Um, so if you found it hard to keep up, then you're not alone. And I just love her passion about what she talks about and her passion for life and just I don't know, she's just got an amazing energy about her and I hope that came through in the chat with her. It's really interesting, the high sensation-seeking um, trait. Um, I, like all of these things, they're on a scale and she's obviously much higher along that scale than I am. Um, and she's living life on the edge. 
I do a little bit, but not as much as she does. And um, I really love the reframing of the high sensory intelligence. It sort of seems to make sense, um, given that we are using the high sensitivity to then sort of make a difference. Yeah, it, it just... I don't know, just amazing people I've met um, on this HSP part of my journey. And Sasha is definitely one of those. And I love her description of the high sense, uh, high sensation seeking and the high sensitivity. Uh, the marrying of the two was the golden ticket. Um, have you got the golden ticket? If you have, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, okay, that's it for today's episode. We're getting near to the end of the series now. And in fact, by the time this comes out, this might well be the last one other than a question solo episode that I will do. So um, yeah, I've really enjoyed this series. Uh, if I'd love it if you got in touch with me and tell me which ones you've enjoyed and maybe what you want to hear more of next. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'd love to hear from you if you uh, are inclined to do that. And if not, or even if you are, have a marvellous week. And I will be back here soon with another episode. Okay, take care. Thank you for listening to the Meeting of Minds podcast. You can find this podcast in all the usual places. Please tell your friends. Please subscribe. And if you have a moment, I'd be really grateful if you could rate and review as it helps other people find us and helps me spread the messages of empowerment and positivity that I'm really passionate about. If you want to find out more about me, you can visit my website, www.safeandsupported.co.uk. Until next time, bye.